Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of a tram and trailer in drag. <clears throat> you, always con- you always conjure up these very vivid images in my head yeah. for early, early in the, on a Sunday morning today, Sunday not Saturday. Morning. Yeah, we're, we're reversing through time because... It's gonna, we're going to, as we go forward in this podcast, it gets closer to the origins of the beginning of the universe. I, it, abso- it absolutely theory. does. It absolutely does. It, and I, yeah. I foreshadow that I'm going to sound very hoarse uh-huh. in, yeah, in, exactly. in, 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 in the following segments. Nay, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Are you clippity clopping? Not, not that kind of, obviously. No, no, obviously no. I did, didn't think of that. You're a funny guy. I did. I remember seeing a drag show a while ago, long before the incident, which we won't talk of. Oh, yeah. Um, where the shows and everything were cancelled for the foreseeable future. Do you know, I was thinking about that whole, obviously, and we've got Wembley tomorrow, uh, today, later on today with the, yeah. the European final. Which coming up. I, um, I've been telling loads of people about that that fact you said about how they're not allowed to do live choirs, but they are allowed to do football. That blows my mind. Isn't um, it though? It's, it's mental. Yeah. It's Isn't mental. it? Yeah. Community all, all, choirs. All, nope. All I was going to say is I remember going to drag a show before and, and there was a, there was um, an artist who did lip sync to uh, roses by outcast, but spent the whole time spraying oust like, sp- like literally she had a, um, a 12 pack of sprays and was spraying oust everywhere oh. because it's, cause it's, I know you like to think that you're, that your shit don't stink, but lean a little closer dear. Cause roses really smell like poo, poo, poo. <laughs> and then she was throwing petals of roses and oust and it, and it was so bad that they had to cancel the rest of the show because what? there was so much oust. <laughs> he sprayed so That's, much of this. I don't this, understand. Um, this air cleaner. It was so funny. But and, why they like, oust in the first place? Well, because it was it was a comment on like, the, the lyrics of the song are, I know you like to think your shit don't stink. Oh, right. It was the song. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There was that. I've not heard, yeah. So it's the lyrics of the song. Um, make it very clear about, it's, it's about a, a girl called Caroline who thinks that, um, her shit don't stink because she's so perfect and it's a cool song it's a good song it's better <laughs> right, when you okay. explain it as work, well it works, really, yeah. works well in a in it's, a drag it's, show it's it's a, it's a it's a really good one yeah but um but no this is we've got wimbledon and you've got the UA, the, the the european championships as well can, can we watch both what time's the wimbledon final i don't know mate i don't know i do you know i and i who's doing the wimbledon final it's, do you know what i don't know and that's a no, really interesting question because i've historically i've been ra- a rabid fan of mm. tennis, especially Wimbledon, but I think ever since I moved to America, did my two years in America, I just don't. I think I dropped off. I stopped. I stopped following the tour, and then yeah. suddenly, when I I watched one Grand Slam, and suddenly, like the top ten seeds were like guys I'd never heard of before again, mm. and like mm. Andy Murray had his injury. Mm. and dropped which up. one jo- <laughs> i know right jo- Djokovic was just dominating in his usual in his usual way and mm. I, I think i just lost a little bit of interest and in i still love the sport i really mm. do love love the sport and i have watched a few matches this you know british tennis season as you know yes but, yes very good um yeah I've, I've not really been following it as rapidly as i have done in previous <laughs> years well, it can be excused because you've been a busy boy, haven't you, Alex? I have been a busy talk, boy. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you've been up to, what we're up to the other night? Because I know yeah. we, we kind of talk about it a little in the moving forward piece. We're victims of our own um, success, I guess, on that. Uh, yeah. On that faithfully. What, 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 what happened? What did I, we do? I graduated this weekend, he mate. Bloody nailed it. He did. That's what I did. He did. 
No with a not with a dunce cap, no with a flat cap. With did you all throw cap, did you yeah. all throw your hats into the air and we, say We didn't, we're beside a main road. <laughs> yeah, told exactly. us not to. <laughs> Would have been taken away, did they really? I know exactly where you graduated because we were around the corner from the office. Yeah, absolutely. Was, uh, it was, was that in, a long uh, long event, was it? No, not really, actually. I think it was a lot shorter than it was yeah. in usual years, actually. Because of all the COVID safety measures, everybody have to be had to be socially distanced. So what they did was they split the year's graduating co- cohort mm. into two ceremonies. And they did it by department. So in my department, it was uh, strings, guitar, and singing. For those of you who don't know, I graduated from the Royal Academy of Music. So that's why mm. it's not like... <laughs> Um, not yeah. normal normal academic e- engineering subjects. science <laughs> yeah absolutely they're like all right that's very good you've got the instrumentalists but and the barristers yeah so i reckon there were and then out of those departments i think only half the people showed up anyway one mm. uh, because laziness were, isn't it well there laziness. were well i think actually for masters they were in students, their beds sometimes for master students uh you know second graduations is not like as important no it's not not as important. So some, so a lot. Easy. Most of the some would say easy. Eh? Oh yeah, easy yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really easy. Really, really easy. You know what but, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, mean I wouldn't them, say that. A but. lot of them were that didn't turn out were masters students, but a lot of them probably, assumedly, yeah. got tra- been track and traced because I've heard a lot of people getting track and traced at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, oh, I see. Being told to self isolate, so there were a few last minute minute one of those, but it did mean that the ceremony was. Uh, wrapped up within an hour or maybe just maybe just over an hour but usually it's much much longer than wow that, that's I, brilliant yeah because usually it's much much longer than that because they, they read are interminable out, they are interminable if you've ever been to a massive one before yeah they read out every every single person's name and um i think having it smaller it, it gave the graduates well i mean and and me Some as an example of that i i felt more of an occasion about it because i remember my undergrad one and that was like a big one with like everyone there and you just kind of felt like still nobody because there's still like so many people around you all doing the same thing and here they got they got you up in groups of fives yeah and then they said um fight you know and they said graduating with masters the guitar player such and such the soprano such and such and violin violinist alexander carson and you got up when when they said your name and in group and then groups of five, everybody would mm. applaud a group of five, and you've it felt more kind of personal. Yeah. You felt it, oh, it felt nice. more special actually. So uh, it was really really good how they did it, and a lot of people have been just doing online mm. graduation yeah, ceremonies, yeah, yeah. which is did really they have a big, depressing. Did they have a big screen up for anyone who was watching it, tuning into the the Zoom or whatever? No, there was. wasn't a live stream, but it did get recorded, so we'll get a copy of it after the fact. Oh, imagine that'll be one for the grandkids. It'll <laughs> be, be one for my parents because they didn't come. Oh, I see. Well, the um, but usually these things they've got a keynote speaker and they've got a musical performance. Yeah. Now, being a music, uh, a music uh, university, did you did you have a musical performance? Was yeah, we did. A, well, there's a big. We're organ. all judging him. There was a bit. There was there was a very very big organ. This was in Freemasons Hall, or rather the 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 grand temple of the london chapter of the freemasons yes. or whatever uh, just, very just decadent place i mean so so i work very close to there and i always see them filming and i'm almost certain it's the batman that they're filming oh uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I think they filmed a bunch it. of stuff there it's a very so much it's a very there. impressive building yeah on a very and 
it's quite imposing on the corner that it that it's on as well to be it honest is, yeah yeah exactly well it's mainly indoor filming i've seen well mainly because that's where uh, okay well I, again i'm not surprised because it's very do decadent inside lots of gold dripping in. off the walls well i've never been in do you recognize anything from any films do you did you is there anything that you can think uh, where I mean, sorry i put you on the spot with that maybe one. actually time. okay Maybe I'd have to. I'd have to really think. I wasn't really. I wasn't really concentrating on on that at the time. But you don't often though, so it's no, we don't. I don't concentrate at all. But they did have this big organ, and the organ was kind of playing an intro and outro music. So as people were coming in and leaving and stuff like that, and there were these two massive gold kind of braziers. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like huge torches. Massive gold periods. Oh, br- br- sorry. Braziers. I, was, I I heard something very different. No, no, no. There. no. I know. Because I was very careful about how I said that word, Council. You wouldn't get mi- mixed up with that. Big pair of golden... Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I thought, if they don't light them at some point in the ceremony and the principal of the academy doesn't go something like, let the graduation begin, yeah, or something yeah. like that. But no, that didn't happen. Like a fight. None of us can have nice things. If all of you in the orchestra had to fight each other with your instruments, who would be the winner? What instrument? You know, who's, who's, who's coming out on top of that? You've got to think that we've got to think that um, you've got to think that the woodwinds have got a fair advantage because it's more of a sort of sword. Although an oboe is a one-hit wonder, you clatter that with someone's head, it'll shatter. Yeah, no, absolutely. You've got to time your. Whereas the brass, yeah, you want something. I reckon weapon. (laughs) I reckon orchestral instruments as weapons, (laughs) they're all blunt objects. So once you come to that conclusion, it all comes to how fast and dexterously yeah. you can swing it yeah you could th- I, you easy throw a french horn at someone's head you could you yeah, could do that but, the That's, shape, but then you've the, gone the then it's gone it, the shape of it i yeah. don't think the flight of it is gonna no, be quite it wouldn't. any there's not gonna be any accuracy or there. don't think offensive defensive what about that tuba you just hold that thing up there and wait for it all to be over oh you can hide behind it nobody yeah. can see you exactly uh, a double bass uh, would though wouldn't it i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah uh, to be fair cello of yeah uh, cellos have a metal spike on the end of them God! Oh my God! This just got. So this actually, just went. This just went dangerous. There's some skin penetration happening there. there. Is g- there's <laughs> some skin hell. penetration happening there. Although I think you'd have to do a bit of maneuvering yeah. to get yourself into like a. Do you know what? Jousting. Yeah, go. Jousting. Jousting. Here he is with the balls. Yeah. Shall we move on? I, this, of course, we are not a jousting podcast. We are, in fact, a music and movies podcast. And each week we will talk about some of the newest, hottest, freshest releases what have ever been graced upon our screens. And we were blessed to be finally um, combined with the loving caresses of the MCU once more. Oh, it's been so under, long. Under Black Widow. Now, yes. a film completed may i, I want to say every time i see the poster of black widow i see the word may and i think it was may 2020 it was supposed to be released yeah which um which was a time ago wasn't that it was Alex? Time. more more than a year to be more than a year to be precise <laughs> and my first question would have been now that we've had the year that we've had and we've had the marvel tv series that we've had uh over the the, the consequential year based on the 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 incident but uh, yes w- w- what what would have changed do you think i was thinking this myself because i was walking out so maddie came and watched this with me and obviously with the post credit and we will do spoilers afterwards yeah yeah um but specifically within the movie do you think the context of the film su- suffered because of when it was released not for me 
Mm. I don't think so. Did you have a specific thought in mind? I mean, yeah, a little. So I had two. So I mean, my first thought was chronologically around Falcon and Winter Soldier, especially probably being the one that mainly it touches into, and a little bit one division Loki. It didn't matter if we had Falcon the Winter Soldier first or this one first. I think they can both exist. Obviously, the time the time in which this film is that a spoiler if we say when this film takes place no the majority no, of this I film no so because no. I, I think it was always speculated it would be you know following civil war yeah um which was which true. was yeah which is true which is fine but I, I guess like as a more macro point i just don't know why they didn't put this straight in after civil war and obviously there's loads of you know we could we could go on a real deep dive i mean the black widow script in the film was originally written in 2011 you know this this is a story that has been around for ages or they've been trying to create for a long time yeah and i i just i just can't help thinking i mean i heard i read more than one review that said almost too little too late i don't think too little but i do think too late i'm not I just sure think, I, I just think that we we should have had this a long time ago and i also think the tonality of the film it's good like it does it has its own tone much like all the mcu universe do i mean this was the first proper you know i think it was it was it 12a or was it 15 or whatever there's a lot of swearing in this and i i enjoyed it because it did it was very much leaned heavily into the whole russian the 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 kind of the and maddie picked up on this she sort of said it's very much sorry there's a boys going past the cars outside it, it very much leaned into the the whole um, you know, the, almost the sex trafficking stuff of the the Soviet Union, the Russian, and kidnapping young girls for you know for their own needs and stuff, and that and that's that's like that's like a thing that exists in the universe, and so leaning into that the kind of like the dark understand uh, lack of understanding in that area, I think was quite good to, tonality wise. Yeah, but I just think that it could have. It would have enforced the MCU a lot more if it had been released four years ago, because it would have just been one many other strings to their bow. Yep, no pun intended. <laughs> more, um, <laughs> more strings yeah. to their bow. I, yeah. Now we don't know necessarily that it was this Black Widow script that was dreamed no, up. Yeah, that's in right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. So you know, these things change all the time, and I, I kind of have to believe that. it would have evolved as a result of all the movies that came after that. Sure, Specifically yeah. Infinity War and Endgame, which yep. has plenty of Black Widow in it. Yes. But no, I really, really liked it. And I did enjoy how they wrapped up, not wrapped up the story, but paid homage to where the character would eventually go. Yes, in yeah. uh, in her sacrifice in Endgame, and yeah. they did like pay respects to the character, and I think the movie had a lot of undertones that were kind of hinting towards it. Sometimes in quite a in in quite a tragic way, in quite a yeah. dramatic way, because again, you were they were doubling down that the life that Natasha had mm. is the only life that she's ever known. Mm. And it was, and it, it, you know, born, not born into that life, but raised at a very young age in that life. And inevitably her life will end doing the same stuff. Yeah, no, I think that, I think that's it. I just, for, for me, she's existed for so long in the MCU. And I think, 
I, I think especially in like it is amazing if you take about Infinity War as an example, an Endgame. You know, she she's she's up there with one of the you know one of the main. She is the one of the main Avengers. But I just I can't help thinking that if this film had come out following Civil War, the fans would have expected to see her as one of the main four. Against Thanos, you know how we had Iron Man, Captain yeah, America, yeah. Thor. I think we would have expected to have seen her there too because she she was in screen before Captain America, I believe. Iron Man two came out before yeah, Captain it did. America. It did you're not wrong? So 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 I just I just can't help thinking that I think I don't want to say they did her dirty by trying to you know like shoehorn her in when they could because she's been in so many of the movies. But I genuinely think we could have had one of the real staples of the MCU. Here, I just think it was a big missed opportunity. If, if I'm if I'm brutally honest, well, yeah, I no, I don't know. And they and they, and then they very much leaned into the Winter Soldier kind of angle, and if they wanted to kind of cover that those bases, and I think they just they had Black Widow there, and that's all I was thinking. It is it this. is undeniable. It is undeniable that there needed to be a there needed to be a Black Widow movie, hmm. much much earlier than this. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think that once they decided to make it it was a deliberate choice to make it a i've heard the term midquil being thrown mm. around it's not a real word but it but it definitely applies yeah no exactly and I, and the whole piece of how it fits into the MCU i mean do you you're gonna we're gonna have to watch these back because obviously now there's the order in which you can watch them in chronologically they take place or the order in which they were released would you, I mean, did you, could you, in your head, because I was watching this and thinking, right, Civil War's just finished. Yep. This is where she is following Civil War. I think that makes sense in my head. Like, I was trying to cover that checklist off. And then they very, very carefully brought in, at the end, obviously, obviously again, this, this is going to be a small spoiler, but at the end of Black Widow, they had the Infinity War hair, and they had the, the Quinjet, and... Again, I th I was like, I think that makes sense. They've trying to, I guess they've kind of like tied up two ribbons at the start and at the end. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of shit happened in this movie though, didn't it? Yeah. And you can't help thinking that when the writers were trying to create this film, they were wanting to think, well, we want to try and have a self-contained story that exists, but it doesn't have a huge amount of ongoing burdens on the rest of the movie. And when you start there, when that's your starting point, you've severely limited what you're trying to achieve, if that makes sense. Really? And yeah, I just I think that I just think that like what was the what was the most what was the deepest thing that could have happened in this movie? Because she she's in Infinity War and she's unfazed by everything. Do you know what I mean? So there's no there's no long term effects obviously that have taken place from this movie. Like yeah. this movie hasn't really done anything f apart from set up Florence Pugh, right? Like that's 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 the legacy of this movie. I think I I don't know I don't know if I agree with you with that. Well, because the Red Room, yeah. you'll never hear of that again. That just was a little thing, and you would you would have heard of that about that surely in another film. Well, we did before, um, yeah. You, you, no, right, but like the physicality of what the red room was when we actually saw oh, it. the big again, base in the sky. Of, yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm going to skirt around it, but right. nice <laughs> for this spoiler. <laughs> but but yeah, but that but and but it doesn't really have any bearing following forward. I just um, I, I don't know. I, but it I, does I think... for these characters in this self-contained story. Like sure. you know, the, uh, we don't. I I don't know. We're, we're, 
we're going into dangerous territory of expecting things to have repercussions for the universe as a whole. Yeah. And that, that I think that's that's the line that shouldn't really be crossed. It's not it's not to say that we can't have that, but that can't be an objective for a story told in one movie. No, to, to, well, totally, but totally, but here's the point I'm trying to make is that when you when you think about the multiverse of madness, okay? Or in uh, the um, the new No Way Home. Yeah, you, those two movies are not going to be just self contained stories. No, they're they're going to have consequences for the rest of the universe. And when you start with a midquel or a, or a middle movie, you know that it the scope of the consequences moving forward, the MCU, that ever growing snowball that's rolling down the hill, it can't really have a huge amount of effect. And I. I just think that you, you know, it's like you cap yourself at 70%. I always think with that because I think part of the fan base, me included, I'm always there because I want to understand how the universe is growing. Like, how can I explore other parts of this universe? Yeah. And I understand telling, you know, you can tell the story self-contained really well, which it, which it did. But I think we, we've, we've grown to expect more of that from the MCU and you limit yourself. You, like, timing is everything. And I think because they didn't nail the timing, they weren't able to really explore the how this impacts the rest of the universe. Now, obviously, not taking into account Florence Pugh and the post-credit sequence, which I, we can talk about. Um, but hey, look, we've done this to death. Do you want to talk about the music? Yeah, let's talk about the music. I really liked what, it. I thought it was really lovely. It was I by, thought uh, it was written by a composer called um, Lauren Balf. Yep. Yeah, is is Lauren, is Lauren Balf a pianist by trade by any chance? Lauren, because there is a lot of piano. Well. Lots of piano, but also I would say a lot of a lot of bass, a lot of bassy string stuff, and actually a lot of melodies written in the bass as well. And uh, Lauren Balf was actually the the biggest score that I'd heard from him. Actually, was did you see the BBC series His Dark Materials? No, is it good? Is oh, that the one really with, good. Uh, who 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 was in that? Was it uh, Dave, Daphne Keane? That or. Or Daphne Keith. It's either Keen or Keith. I can't remember. But she she okay. plays she plays the wee girl in Logan. Right. You know her. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. she plays the main character in his dark materials. She's really, really, really good. And uh, he wrote a really, really great theme for it. Scottish, by the way. Oh, very good. Yeah, very oh, good. Oh, is just, he? Yeah, just just putting that in. Which is how Lorne Balf. Which is which is why I know it's pronounced Lorne and not Lorne because you know sausage. Like the like the sausage. Like the sausage. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's how I did you. That's how I deduced that. that. That's how is it is a guy, isn't it? That's how he pronounces himself. It's Lorne, like the sausage. Yeah, Lorne like Lorne, Lorne like the sausage. I didn't know that. Absolutely. We'd have to have a, a, a quick give a quick googs. A quick google. Um, so talk about the bases because you, I I I'm I'm I want to know a bit more about that when you said it, they do melodies within the bass. What, what, yeah, what, it was. What it is was, that? It was quite interesting because obviously most music that you listen to is built harmonically from the ground up, right? You know, bass and then everything course, on yeah. top of that, and the registers yeah, go yeah. up, and then the melodies are typically higher register because we hear higher frequencies much easier that, that, that's how mm. hearing works we we respond to certain frequencies more than others and when you put you can have everything the same level you can have everything the same dynamic level but you will always hear the higher stuff much easier than the lower stuff even if everything's played at exactly the same volume the yeah. higher frequencies it just will cuts be through doesn't it cuts you just through. hear it and yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. melodies 
are very often up there. But it is quite interesting when you specifically craft a score in such a way that you can really indulge in giving the bass instruments of the orchestra more okay. more melody and you can hear it driving right from the beginning it kind of gives this idea of uh power but mm. power underneath the surface and like mm. creeping creeping along but not in a kind of like the omnipotent power of the red room kind of yes kind of creeping in yeah Oh, there we go. I like that, Alex. That's a nice. That's a nice comparison. Yeah, it's very good. The other thing that was uh, that was very present in the score was first track of the album. Actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's called Natasha's Lullaby, mm. and it's a song. It's a song sung in Russian, mm-hmm. and uh, Ilham was very, very kind in translating said Russian because one of the many languages she speaks fluently is Russian. Uh, be great if she didn't speak russian she goes well she's taking the time to translate it utter nonsense but this is her interpretation but no it's very interesting i mean it doesn't quite translate as fluidly into english as it does from russian but it Mm. kind of loosely goes into this at the dusk of our years we love gentler shine the farewell light the light of the last love Half mm. of the sky embraced the shadow of the dusk. Only there on the west does the light still roam. Wait, wait, wait evening time. Please last enchantment. Let the blood thin in our veins, but not in my heart. Thin my tenderness for you. Oh, you beauty, my last love. Like, oh, you beauty. That's quite good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, what do you, you what do you think it mean? What do you think it means, Alex? What do oh. you think it means? I'm not sure. I mean, it's quite tragic. They talk isn't about it? the they they talk I mean, about the West. Lullaby. Yeah, they talk about the West a fair bit because obviously, uh, you know, Natasha moves westward and becomes famous, and there's a little bit of resentment, obviously, with that. There is a the little family. bit, yes. Uh, and the in in what was the first line? Something about the the tw- at the dusk the, of our years the, of the dusk of our years, obviously, because she's well, uh, it's, it's foreshadowing her death. Another one has bitten the dust. Yeah. So so to speak. No, I think it's in, do you think that was I mean, is it is it an is it an actual lullaby or is it written for this movie? No, no, it was written it for it's it was written for, written this, for movie. this movie. The reason okay, you know, it, it was written for this movie is because I made I made I made a black widow in it. I made I made Ilham listen to it. I was like, oh, could you and this is in Russian, could you could you listen to this? And she listened to it and she was like, That's really weird. A Russian person did not write that. Because, oh, really? because where the Russian words sit in the melody it's like it's phrased like they were English words, right? So uh, it, it's like if you were to put stresses on the center of our words, if you were to mm-hmm. sing a melody and you phrased into the middle of words, into like the second mm. syllable of a word, it would sound mm-hmm. really weird and like jagged and a bit. So I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of an example. Oh, I, I can't even think of an example that would even make sense. No, neither of that. can but I. I actually. think I do. I think I know what you mean. I do think I know what you mean. Yeah, um, I think that's probably worth the best whilst... way I could. I think, I think that's probably the best way I can describe it. But very, very clearly, the music was written, and then somebody came up with some text, put it into Russian, and mm. they put it into the melody as best, as best possible. And it does sound very, very beautiful. But I think for yeah. a native Russian speaker, they were like, <laughs> right, okay, well, well attempted. I want to reach out to Lauren Balfe. He's from Scotland. 
He's from Inverness. He, he's associated with Hans Zimmer. Recently did the Tomorrow War, which is Amazon Studios' newest. Oh, I've been wanting to watch release. that. I've heard that's, a, we, should, that's should, a little bit of a gem, actually. I'm so keen to learn more about this chap. I'm so keen to. Oh well. I'm, we're, we're gonna we're gonna have to reach out to him. We're gonna reach out to him, Alex. Yeah, yeah. This is it. This is it. Yeah, Get we're gonna do this. We'll, we'll follow up. We'll follow up. Yeah, we'll do that. Oh, sausage features. I did. I did. Thought. I did think it was. I did think it was very lovely. And as I said, I I heard a lot of piano in this. Maybe sort of Tchaikovsky esque elements that was sort of yeah. I mean, the, the harmonies. The harmonies were very uh, romantic Russian inspired. Absolutely. Mm, absolutely I mean, fire, Fireflies was the one that I thought was really nice. You know, where obviously they're talking about the bioluminescence of the the fireflies. Um, with her sisters. And yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I genuinely thought this was a very, very. It was a very appropriate and clear. Clearly, the a lot of thought had gone into the the score, and specifically how just to kind of emphasize how you should feel because I think there was a lot of conflicted emotions on the screen because you could never tell. I mean, there was so much emotional stuff that was happening. I sometimes think that the writing didn't do justice enough. And if if that makes sense, you know, if you think about it, these girls have had their lives torn away from them. She doesn't know their real mother. They've been forced to have this, this life. She's gone away, become an Avenger. She's got a real family. She comes back. There's almost a bit of just resentment, but there's almost confliction in all of them, not just Natasha, but all four of them have that real, they don't quite know how they should feel. And, I think it was oversimplified a couple of times, especially when they were all sat around the table having that dinner meal. I'm like, yeah. this is fun. But I'm like, these people have gone through a lot of stuff. I just can't think that they would be able just to sit and have a nice meal together. Um, well, kind of. I know they I don't, think, but... <laughs> I don't know. I think they saw... I think they... It's, it's weird, though, because when you go through so much with a group of people and, and directly because of a couple of people, do you not... Do you not feel the like bond. there's a certain level of camaraderie, natural natural camaraderie that is not is not a choice. Like they they are yeah. a family. I think I think uh, so, yeah, I think yeah, they yeah, are a family. And I think even though Natasha was very much like you're not you're not this isn't a real family. We're not real. This isn't real. And Florence Pugh's character, whose name uh, escapes me was basically like, no it was real for me it was it was real for me and this this mm. is a family this you know this is good and there and there are lots of touching mo- moments like when uh, alexi starts singing american pie which was which was florence Pugh's character's favorite song when they were yeah under, undercover in america like you know these people do care for each other rachel vice's character you know ends up you know siding with the goodies as as it were and betraying you know her whole life and her whole set of ideals mm, for that mm. family so i you know i do think that they did a really good job of painting that character but i do have to go back just a little bit um i've been corrected by ilham she sent a follow a follow-up text to her her translation it was actually a original poem prior to this movie that the oh, lullaby was made out. It was by okay. uh, Fyodor Tchurchev in okay. 1852. 
Kenel. So in 1852, they knew that Black Absolutely. Widow would sacrifice herself for the Soul Stone. Absolutely, yeah, hundred. That's really quite amazing. 100%. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and there yeah. was us saying that you can't do midquels. Like they, exactly. they clearly knew that they were wrong. writing. That is really crazy. Um, ah, that's that's what I wonder if there's. I wonder if there's poets right now writing poems that are going to be used in the sort of the the 2022s. Oh, no. Um, See, I saw some, I saw I saw a forum about hundreds. somebody saying they were writing a poem for Star Wars episode 36. Like it. I but everyone was just talking to him like he was a mental case, but maybe you know, maybe I know. he's not. No, maybe no, he's Kathleen no he genuinely no, he's maybe Kathleen Kennedy has actually yeah. commissioned a poem for Star Wars episode 36 off this guy. So, what did you, you know. what did you think about the four of them i mean the chemistry they had together and the the i i think florence Pugh, so it was yelana was her character oh, yelana. okay cool she very much carried a lot of that movie she's very good she's such a good she's actress very, florence Pugh. she's very good isn't yeah. she it's very very interesting actually because um you know and we're talking about the movie on the way home and one of the things i asked her again as a as a Russian speaker, I said, right, rank the Russian accents from best to worst. Mm. And what was very, very interesting is the list she gave was pretty much representative of who I thought did like the best job and who were the best characters in the movie. Because okay. the two best Russian accents in the movie, David Harbour and, David Florence, Harbour Pugh. and Florence Pugh, yeah, they were the yeah. best. They were the best Russian accents, and actually, they yeah, were David the, Harbour did very they well. They were the best characters, and they did very, very well. The worst Russian accent, Rachel Vice. It wasn't. It, she was. Oh no, Ray Winston. Ray no, no, Winston, no. of course. He, no, no, he was the second worst. The actual worst, unfortunately, was his uh, poor widow that was waking woken up at the end, and you know how they come to rescue them on the. On the field, right at the end, mm. they, they they arrive in like this jump jet or something like that, and they're like, "Oh, you came back!" And then one of yeah. the one of the widows says to Florence Pugh, "Oh, we'd never leave you behind," or something. Apparently, yeah. the Russian just in that one line was absolutely unforgivably bad. Was it really? <laughs> it was unforgivably That's bad. I like so, that. I like that. And it's so upsetting because that was that poor girl's one line in the movie, and she probably, oh, that's and she funny. probably did lots of research and did. Uh, had addiction coach, Russian coaching, whatever. Um, but yeah. Your addiction but coach. Second <laughs> second place on the terribleness scale, 100% goes to Ray Winston. It was atrocious. So I was laughing all the way through. Because you can hear his, his, his cockney, yes, you can hear he it. Was you can cockney hear his gangster. cockney accent. He was a cockney gangster. And then every, uh, Mark, Mark, I saw a review by Mark Kermode and he said he said it absolutely perfectly. He said every third word had a Russian accent on it. And then the rest of it was the world's favorite online betting company. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was terrible. It was absolutely atrocious. It was so and bad. I actually, do you know what though? I actually didn't hate his performance as the character and who the character was in the movie that much. It didn't ruin it. For what do you? Me. What do you? What do you? What? So what was his character? Was dry, 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 some Russian Drakov or some shit like this. Drakov or Drakov. Drakov. What did you? What do you think? What did you think about this character as a as a villain? I think it was a created villain for this. I don't think it's a real Marvel villain. Yeah. Um. Or I think the owner of the Red Room. It's always going to be some omnipotent, you know, Russian. Yeah. Power powerhouse. In fact, I'll, I'll look that one up. What, what did you What did you think of the the, the and then obviously the Taskmaster? What What did you think of all that? Well, first of all, quite controversially, 
I quite liked the fact that Taskmaster wasn't a villain. Mm, yes, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, because if 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 they were, if Taskmaster was the villain, mm-hmm. then it would literally just be a movie that was building up to a final confrontation and fight sequence, and that'd be yes. It. And you would know that very early on, and then as far as me personally is concerned, I I I couldn't care less. I can, I couldn't care as soon as I know that the movie is just go, is just gonna be black widow going up against evil black widow and i know there's going to be mm-hmm. a fight sequence at the end and mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I could not care less i could not care I, I could not care less but the fact I, that there was a just a russian oligarch power merchant evil dude blowfeld yeah. if you will <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> just quite pulling the string well we did have james bond in it didn't well, we, we did have a bit of... um p- pulling the strings at the end pulling the strings through all of it i actually liked that a lot more it, i did it, like it's satisfying a lot more. though isn't it j- j- sorry just to go back to taskmaster because i i know what you mean that it was good that she was a goodie but the the interesting thing about taskmaster is the mcu has proven to us through yellow jacket through um ironmonger through killmonger that we don't like a villain who is the same as the the goodie but similar powers but just do you know what i mean that kind yeah. of the iron man villain-esque now the taskmaster as a villain you know introduced in the 80s you know it's an old an old villain unlike drakov who was created for this movie yeah the taskmaster is a long-standing villain of both black widow and captain america yeah and the interesting the interesting thing about the Taskmaster uh, is that they can copy or mimic any fighting style or really anything. It's not just fighting. Anything that someone else can do, they can see it and then they can do it. Yeah. Which I've always thought would be an unreal power. I, if you remember Heroes, do you remember Heroes, the, yeah. the TV series long ago? I remember in one of the series there was a character who could do that. They would, they, And quite literally there was a scene where they would watch parkour. And then they're like, I can do parkour now. Yeah. And I'm like, that would be unreal. Could you imagine that? That would be, that? That would be such an so, amazing so power. Obviously, the extent of those powers in this movie is kind of like a, a choreography thing. She can physically do what anybody can do. But y- y- yeah. does the comic book equivalent extend to something like, for example, the power of Thor? Would she be able, would she be able to watch footage of thor and see his powers and then be able to pick up mjolnir and summer summon lightning no, and stuff like that so. no 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 so no, it's no, just no, no, it's no. A phys- it's it's a physical thing then it's a i think it's a physical i think it's physically you can you are in tune to you know you can you can see someone do something and do it yeah because but that mjolnir be is an external mjolnir is an external factor of course it's not it's not part of thor it recognizes Thor. It doesn't change your your you know your your goodness, does it? You're not you're not suddenly good. You don't see someone being good. You can suddenly be good. You can do good things. Well, no, of course not. But then, you, but it. then again, that's just kind of like nitpicking the no the complexities right, of, course, of, of a power. And so, but if point, Taskmaster's power is they're able to do whatever they see somebody doing, then if mm. they see something ridiculous, for example. Another example just came into out of my head. Throwing if they the saw shield. Bruce Banner turning into the Hulk, could part of that power be they can just turn into the Hulk? Well, only, I mean, only that's, if that's crazy. Task, on, only if the Taskmaster had been heavily ionized by gamma radiation, right, then, okay. then they could. Oh, God, it's like hammering against <laughs> a brick wall. 
<laughs> well, you started this one. We're, we're going to go this one. This is like this is like I'm a physically the taskmaster right now. If you're going to give me obtuse questions, I'll mimic you. Right? Okay. Fair answers. enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll I'll buy that one. I'll buy that one. <laughs> but um, I think by the nature of the taskmaster being mimicry, it doesn't make it a particularly. Once you get over the gimmick of oh, they can do the the black the the Black Panther um, yeah, nail enjoyed, extensions and the the, the, the Hawkeye. Little bow and arrow yeah i enjoyed seeing all the little physical cues to the other avengers i really did enjoy that i thought it was I, it I, was a really nice touch me too but they put all of them in the trailer and i don't think it excuses a good villain i think it's just it was winks and nods i would far far have preferred i mean they they nailed it in uh ant-man and the wasp with ghost like a totally different type of villain with a totally different power set that was that was quite interesting and a, and a real challenge you had to laterally think about how you would solve that problem i um yeah more more of a fan of more of a fan of that or i mean you know it's not it's not the best movie in the world but i do think one of the best real toe-to-toe villains where they they present threat is an iron man 3 with the extremist program yeah you know that is a real threat do you know to that's Tony a movie Stark. that's grown on me you know that's a that, oh, is, yeah. that is a movie that's grown on me i hated it the first time i saw it i thought it was utter nonsense mm. But it has since grown on me. Not to the extent that I would rank it really high in the list of MCU movies, but it's definitely good. better than Thor. Thor two, yes. <laughs> Thor. Thor. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, well, we love that one. We love that. And um, that was the final question. I mean, before any any more points that we want to talk about yeah. this. Okay. I mean, so there was a couple of things that brought me out of it, and the, okay, and they are silly it. things that I will preface by saying. Yeah, but you, you know, it's well, this kind of movie. You you know, either you know, jump in the pool. You know, whatever. Mm. And the first thing, and the first thing is Ray Winston's character. Why on yeah. earth would he lock his powerful network with a bloody signet ring? I yeah, don't it understand sense, it. it? He, there, yeah. there, there's so there's so many cool things going on here. You know, his pheromone lock thing. Where the the, yeah. where, the pharam, where he pheromone locks all the widows so that you they mean pheromone? Do you pheromone? Fa- fa- pheromone. Yeah. What did I say? Well, you you're saying you're saying far pheromone. Pheromone. <laughs> oh my, look my here. god! Is he far- the con the context <laughs> of it clearly said what I'm trying to say, right? I thought that was really cool and actually really sinister in its own way, and it was really well represented. In the movie where Black Widow just couldn't bring herself to like hit this guy because he No, it was done... quite clever. I was yeah. like, that is quite clever. That is yeah. a clever little defense mechanism. It really built him up more as an imposing character, actually. Yeah. So that was re- that was really, really cool. And can, can I just the... on that? Yeah. What they did to represent that really well was when he like went to strike her and she like cowered in fear. Yeah. I thought that was a good rep. Yeah, that absolutely. Was... Yeah, one hundred percent. You're so right. And and then obviously one of the, the big MacGuffin of this movie, which was the uh, antidote to this mind control thing that they had going on. Yeah. So all of that was like really high science, high control things, right? And then the computer that controls all of it is in his fucking ring it's not dna locked it's not it's not like it's not voice recognition it's no 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 it's it's this little gold ring convenient it's this little thing that that, that black widow is able to steal right yeah i think that's utter nonsense i think i think visually it's quite on brand with the character but it's so unbelievably stupid 
Like, it's yeah, just dumb. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really, does. Yeah, really it's just stupid. like Face ID. It's like Face ID on your. Yeah. In fact, it's less secure than Face it ID. Is, less, it, is what it is. Because what happened in the movie is exactly what I'm being flippant about. Black Widow was just able to steal it, and then he was like, "Oh shit, I've lost my ring. I've got to go back to yeah, get my ring." It was bad. Yeah, now that you say it loud, it's absolutely. And they nonsense. could use. It, could it just use its pheromones? Only my pheromones can use the computer, and I don't. There's so many things. There are so many things in this movie <laughs> that could have yeah, like now that you say that it loud, it's ridiculous. And they're like, "No, I'm just gonna run this ring." This, nah, this I just ring do that. There, I just get it sorted. So yeah, it's dumb. fine. So dumb. I know. I know. Uh, I know what you mean. Do Do you think they did a good enough job? Sorry, just you've you've jogged around. Do you think they did a good enough job to explain what the antidote did and what it was? Because I wasn't fully understood of, of of what that was representing. Because obviously it was representing the. But were they mind? I think I I get the impression there was a lot of deleted scenes in this because there was also the the whole whistling thing that was never really. I think that whistle that they did between the sisters. Yeah. Would, could have been explained better. And I think that was probably was explained better in previous cuts of this movie, but they kept some of it in. I also think they didn't do a good enough job to understand what the antidote was explaining against. Was it a... Because what was the spell? Was it a one-off spell that you were just put under? No, no, it was or chemical. Or was it over it was years chemical, and years? It was chemical mind control. They, they right. did say that. It's chemical mind control, and then, obviously, Hollywood laws, you need another chemical to undo the chemical. So that, was that when that the was. two girls at the start got the injection in their neck? Because I thought that was just a sleeper putting them to sleep. No, that that was that was I think just a sleeper. That was just a sleeper. So did we ever see them being put under the chemical? No, I think we were just told about it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, see that that's that's where I thought I think they could have just really it would have been really simple just to have doubled down on this is how the spell happens. This is how you undo yeah. it. Couple couple more things didn't like. And again, it's it all falls under the banner of yeah, but who cares? When Black Widow stays behind at the end, and he's like, she's like, I'll deal with Ross, and then they just yeah. cut to months later. I'm yeah. Like, what 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 was that? What what did what, we deal with Ross what, about? What, yeah. How did you deal with? Did you fight all those guys? Yeah. Because. If you were going to escape, you just would have escaped with the rest of them. Like, oh yeah, good point. What like, happened? Did you? But there's going to be another movie between then oh. and the blonde hair. There's a full other movie oh. that takes place. That's the thing. Is another like, in what, that was a very, that was a very interesting and abrupt ending, and I didn't, I didn't much care for it to be honest. No. Uh, another thing, when, when we arrive in Budapest for the for the first time in the movie, and um, Natasha goes to the apartment. And then just yep. immediately her and Florence Pugh start fighting. They start fighting. And I'm like, yeah. why? why? Yeah, I know. It made no sense to me either. I don't trust you. I can't trust you. And they just start because, getting, you know, 10 shades of shit at each I, other. I, because, yeah, and it was crazy. And I suspected that it was like a... Like a siblings, like, a, a siblings who yes, brawl, that's a siblings who yes, brawl thing. Yes, but we didn't get a payoff that did it. We, no, we, needed, we didn't. You're we right. We needed to see them pointing guns at each other and go, Haha, "That was fun." You remember when we used mm. to do that? You know, yeah, in the red. Yeah, room. you remember when we used to do that? Oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah, a bit of rough and tumble there. But we never got that. They genuinely just looked like they were trying to kill each other, and I, it made they, they did. no sense. It did make no sense. You're, you're, no, you're, you're bang on. I made the same note, and also I think even whilst I was watching it, it wasn't great to watch because you were thinking. God, they're going a bit far for a play fight here. Oh wait, they're not play fighting, but now they're mates again. Yeah. And yeah, it, it 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 didn't it didn't make a huge amount of sense that yeah. one. Uh, the last thing that made no sense to me that I thought was uh, it really was just something that really infuriated me throughout the movie was the fact that in the in the prologue, the whole family were speaking with absolutely perfect American accents. 
absolutely perfect American accents. And yeah. then as soon as they arrived... I don't think Alexei was. I don't think Alexei was. You could hear a little bit of Russian, No, no, no. You could as soon as he landed in Cuba. Before that... Oh, I no, don't no, know. No. I, 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 would, I picked up a little bit of I don't Russian. Know. I, would die, was... I would die on this hill. <laughs> but certainly okay. Rachel Weisz, per- perfect American. The two girls. Yeah, the two she girls, was. Perfect yeah, yeah. American. And when... And then as soon as they landed in Cuba, suddenly a little bit of a Russian twang came in, came, yes. in, came in, came into the English. And I was like, no, 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 either speak mm. Russian or yeah, speak yeah, yeah. English. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, and the only reason you would, choo- you would choose to speak English in a Russian accent if you could do an English accent is because you can't do an English accent. That's what accents are. That's yeah. what accents are. It, it, it made, yeah. And the only reason it was there was to be like, oh yeah, don't forget these people are Russian. For us. Yeah. And then that brought me out of it and it really pissed me off. <laughs> what did you think about um, the Black Widow Smells Like Teen Spirit cover? I really liked it. Malia J. I really, I you did? really liked it. Yeah? yeah? I really liked it because the whole... The, the text of that song is mm. very much like holding a mirror up to consumer consumerism and, consumerism. and yeah, society yeah. and like we're all oh like he sheeps. said it <laughs> yeah 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 sheep yeah. and all that and having that slow kind of black widowy version of it yeah was yeah. i think really really appropriate to yeah. the I... backdrop of the movie and also what the movie was going to explore because they explore mind control and government topping and you know all of that stuff that Drakov was trying to do was yep. like in that song and so actually i thought it was a fantastic choice for an opening credits yeah to- totally totally i thought it was really good and then what do you think of american pie i love they that use song quite liberally i love that yeah. song again there was a slight little thing there was an editing thing that really took me out of it I know. Can I can I guess what it was? Yeah, go on. Was it when they were listening to it on the radio? Then they were listening to it, and the car zoomed out, and then it came out through the main speakers of the film, and then it went back into the car radio. Well, no, was there's it that. that. It, it's that, but it's more the fact that it, it started more the instantly fact that, on the chorus. No, it's more the fact that it started in one point, right, and then the car obviously jump cut to a different location to show a different to show the fact that they'd been driving for a while to this airfield but the but the song didn't miss a beat so from their from their secret house to their secret plane it took them one verse of american of american pie one chorus because it went straight into the chorus and 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 honestly that driving it, it was it was like one of the really famous bits of attack of the clones right it's it's right forever it's when they first arrive on naboo yeah and 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 they're walking up some steps full of this on this italian art architecture all around and they're walking up the steps and it's having this and they're having this conversation and then suddenly they're in another scene but carrying on the same conversation as if, as if yeah. as if they've just teleported across like hundreds or hundreds of feet but uh, the conversation hasn't skipped a beat and and i always think but the conversation was like did you just did you just film that <laughs> yeah. conversation in two different places and then yeah, mate, and then in editing you just decided on two yeah. different locations for, 
obviously the, the the behind the scenes process of how that happened is just like no somebody actually decided to do that that's mental yeah. that's yeah, absolutely yeah, mental yeah. and i think the same thing sort of like happened here but it would have been much easier of course that you can't just break up a song because that's really <laughs> that's really shonky to listen to well what also did you think of i mean i know we're, we're, we're really much out of time the, back to the red room scene you know when they were showing the videos of all the different uh widows around the world doing various things they were just showing pictures of explosions in the background weren't well, they, that's what they, were doing. they were you know, all, they were i know but like were, were we were we assumed were we supposed to be like oh that's them toppling governments there's always a widow at the end of it it's just explosions <laughs> they just cause aren't these supposed to be like espionage aren't they supposed to be like secret undercover agents well, yeah uh, explosions but, here explosions yeah, there but they don't know but the people People on the ground don't know who caused the explosions, and there you go. Oh, there yeah, it is. See? Yeah, right, very good. Right, finish your coffee. How many thumbs up are you I'm, giving it? I'm giving it two. I know I've spent the last couple of minutes kind of like bashing a few things, and I, I, at the end of the day, I think it was much, much greater than all of those yeah. little things I had an issue with. I think those things were yeah. just like, oh, that was a bit. I thought the I thought the score was wonderful. I did really enjoy it, and I will I will listen back to a lot of this, and I will listen to I did like the Nirvana piece. I thought the American Pie thing was a little bit meh, and I'm like I don't know. Do I give this two thumbs up? I guess maybe one and a half. I don't know. Yeah, two thumbs up's gonna have yeah, to be. Yeah, no, isn't I, it? I'm I'm very I'm very confident on that one. I, I, it yeah. was a really really fun trip. It was nice to see in the cinema, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. And totally. Totally. Yeah. Maddie said the same thing. Yeah, did she enjoy the back. movie? She did. She liked it. Yeah, it was good. We were chatting. She was asking more. I think I've got my. I think I've oh, got my hooks in, mate. <laughs> I think. I think maybe. I'm trying to think. What's the next one to to, to wean her into? I think Civil War is a bit over the top. I was thinking maybe Black Panther. Oh yeah, uh, you need to show the good movies. Black Panther yeah. and probably Winter Soldier. Oh, I think Winter Soldier might be a bit too much. Yeah, maybe. It's a certainly, bit too, it's a bit certainly too Black Panther and the Spider Man yeah. ones are good. She's seen oh, those. She's seen those. She's seen those. Okay, cool. She's liked those. Yeah, like those. Um, I was thinking Thor, Thor two, Thor the Dark World. I was thinking oh, yeah, that would yeah, be a good yeah, one yeah, to yeah, yeah, into cool. your favorite. Well, she's a big one. fan of Christopher <laughs> Eccleston, and uh, oh, he's front and center in that out. movie. Okay. forward yeah let's move you're looking uh nice and fresh over there mate <laughs> yeah you're, absolutely uh, um ask me how ask me what i thought of um black widow by the way oh uh what'd you what'd you think of black widow i'm not seen it yet mate you're not seen it yet <laughs> <laughs> we uh a little uh a little the old uh lift up of the flap uh, look under a little scratch and sniff here i'm sick of seeing Pete behind the curtain yeah a little uh a little a little crust removal of the crust of the scab behind the wound oh, dear lord um, there we go sorry i'm still getting my podcasting equivalent because we've just started recording we're, we're recording moving forward before we were recording black widow because i've not seen it yet uh i'm seeing it tonight really excited yep, heard yep. Some, i've heard some really good things yeah um and I, I wouldn't let you you've heard nothing and you've heard none of it from me which i'm very no, proud I, of no i've not i've not i did see that there is a post-credit scene 
Uh, so that's magic, I'm sure. I'm taking Maddie late night to see it, so I'm sure that'll go down like a hot cup of sick. Or cold <laughs> Absolutely, cup of sick the, 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 the credits will roll, and she'll be like, "Can I want to go? I want to go to bed." And you're like, "No, sit, sit down. No, sit down for sit, the, sit for the down. menial down, two minutes where some other random act character actor is going to walk in and announce they're the new so and so." Or just, or just a ludicrous one. Uh, I'm sure. It, I, 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 give me the secret signal if I should keep Maddie for the post credit, or if I need to stay for the post credit. Give me a secret signal. Ready, everyone? Here he comes. Look at this. Well, but, I, but, the, but there's, but there's no, two signals I could give. There's one for yes oh, and one for no. No, give me the si- You know the signal. Give me the signal for I should stay. I'll give you three seconds to give me the signal. Three, two. Oh, there it is. There it is. He failed at doing an arm fart. Love yeah. it. It's been, it's been years since I've, I've attempted it. Let's try to do it again. At least to hurt. No, don't do it again. Come on, you're lowering the tone of this uh, incredible it's, it's piece not, of um, me- media entertainment that we scourge into folks' ears. Can you um, can you talk to me about a TV show? We were literally just talking about it a second. So we were waiting to record there, but Maddie was finishing on her episode of, is it Netflix's own Marriage versus Mortgage? Yeah, Marriage what or, marriage or Mortgage. show is. Have you watched it? Yeah, it's so funny because you, you said you? it. You said it perfectly, and I said exactly the same thing when me and Elham were watching, which is why would anyone pick a wedding? It's mad. It's mad. So this somebody's going to recent... give you a house. We were just watching the most recent episode, and the couple had um, they, they they were obviously choosing marriage versus mortgage, and on the table it was that they were deliberating between. They'd managed to, the realtor on the show, who genuinely looks like she's had a, a smile drawn on her face. Um, <laughs> yeah. she, she basically, it was a $350,000 house or whatever. And she goes, I've spoken with the, the, the owners. It's been on the market for, I don't know, four, four months or whatever. They're willing to go down to 300000 And it's like, there is literally no better deal you will ever. Doesn't matter what the woman saying the wedding will say. There is no better deal. She's yeah. like, well, the custom candy bar that you were going to have so all your guests could have custom candy. I've said that you can customize your candy for the same price as the regular store candy, saving you 300 pounds. And they're yeah, like, and they're that's good. Going, oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> oh, we, we can stuff our faces now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's like, magic. The equity alone in that 50,000 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it blows my mind. Yeah, oh, exactly. Mind. Because it's their own, it's it's an interesting show, isn't it? Because it's their own it's money that they're there to spend as well. Bonkers. Isn't it? It's so I hate. I genuinely gets <laughs> under my skin that show, um, as I'm sure you can imagine. We we watched another. Well, I watched another TV show. Maddie watched a bit of it, and she was enjoying it. We were talking a little. Oh, also, we saw each other yesterday, which was very nice, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We Are did. we going to do this? Should we? I reckon, we done I reckon we'll end up the show. We'll end up doing this at the start of the show whenever we end up doing the start of the show. Fine. Cool. Okay. No worries. <laughs> We had a nice little night. Got a bit, got a bit tipsy. Alex was yeah. Uh, I reckon that's probably juggling sound, the Long Island. I, rec- I reckon I think that's probably why I sound a little bit more hoarse towards yeah. the end of this episode than I did at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, you sounded really great and flash at the beginning of the I episode. Know, that rap really. that you did at the start of the episode oh, as well that just came out of nowhere. So good. <laughs> I didn't know how you. Yeah, I didn't was... know where you found the time to practice. That. Spontaneous <laughs> takes yeah. up the first twenty minutes good. of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it was really good, and. Um, but the, the, the TV show we were sort of talking about as we were stumbling across London Bridge was Clarkson's Farm, uh, which is Amazon's, they've finished it. I think they've announced a second series Okay. Uh, because it does kind of end in a little bit of a, hmm, was there going to be another one? Is it going to be another? Uh, now, you said you saw a, a review that wasn't particularly appealing. I saw uh, a appealing. few terrible reviews of this show. The, it was very, how... very scathing. But I suspect it comes from a place of auto-hating Jeremy Clarkson. 
Sure. Because he is a, he is a yeah he is a he is no he's a, a dividing he, character he is, he is I mean, of, yeah, a, of to, a certain breed, isn't he? To, totally. But actually, this show, I mean, I you know, I was thinking about this and I was trying to Google it. It's a weird thing. Imagine having to go, imagine Googling this. Um, Jeremy has Jeremy Clarkson had an image consultant come in. Like genuinely, he has. It's still him, but you can see what what I think he does in this show is you can see him making logical decisions because it's there's actually something at stake. Like it's actually his farm. Yeah. It's not like uh, an intangible budget where they can blow up cars and do whatever they want and yeah. like make stupid decisions because they can. Yeah. You can actually see the clogs ticking quite a bit. And they do something else, which you talked about on Long Way Down, Round and Up, which was they, they provide the other people in the, 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 the well, not the filming crew in Cox Carm, but the, the other um, admin staff within, around the farm are characters in themselves. Oh, right, they're all okay. real people. Um, I mean, we, we, you'll, you'll know when I talk about it. There's a young guy, he's 21, he's a consultant farmer. And he's never left the town. I think he went to London once in his life, and that's the furthest he's ever been away from his proper Samwise right. Ganji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is just, he is salt of the earth. He's just a lovely character, and he comes across so well. He's so sweet, and he's so funny. Um, no, you, you, and there's another guy who, who, who lays the bricks, who, who, who's like, you know, in Hot Fuzz, the farmer who no one, they can't understand. You know, it down. What's it all worrying about? There is a character, Dad. There is a character who is just like that. Yeah, in it, and it's it's so funny. I mean, you can imagine what Clarkson does with yeah. that. It's, it's so funny. I, so, I, um, I think I'll give it a watch on your recommendation. It's, oh, it's delightful. It's absolutely delightful. Anyway, should we get into the Loki episode five? Yeah, isn't it? The, episode five the, review. The penultimate episode. The penultimate. Yeah, not 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 halfway mark as you uh, as you thought last week. You genuinely got my hopes up last week. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I I swear down. I saw a trailer which was saying mid season peak or I, yeah. I don't know something like are you, that is that a lie are you lying to me it's not a lie are you it's lying though? Lie. i might be mistaken but that doesn't make it a lie are you lying no you do have that look on you and i'm like i think he's lying to me no, truth or truth at the moment you're like a you're like a substitute character and guess who at the moment <laughs> <Stop. Okay. laughs> wow oh no but you have had a nice haircut um, we, were, we were talking about that for a bit last night, which was yeah, we were so, <laughs> screaming at you in the bar, going, "It's it's really nice spending a lot of yeah. money on a nice haircut." Yeah, we were in it. We feel in, pampered. We were in quite a quite a noisy place. Um, but the, but um, what was how we talking about episode five? Yeah, I, do you know I I must admit this one it's kind of didn't really catch my attention as much as the last couple of episodes have. I don't know if Loki's trending away from me or things are starting to get a little bit too. Um, it's building towards things. I think what's happening is the momentum in its own universe is starting to build. I missed a couple of little key points, um, and and so now and again it'll say things and it'll do things, and I'm like I don't know if I really understand the bounds of this universe. I guess yeah. it's, it's the same criticism I always have for Doctor Who, which is, <clears throat> you know, if they're in a they're in trouble or whatever. I'm like, you've got a fucking time machine. Just go and sort yeah, this. Yeah, thing. No, exactly. And I and I and I think there's. I think on. I would need to watch it again. But on my first review of a large part of Loki, there seems to be a lot of game breaking elements to it. I don't know if that's right or wrong. Um, but hey, that, that's that's it. There. Did, did you see any of the nice spoilers? These Easter eggs at the end of the end of the timeline style environment. It's uh, obviously not New York after uh, Loki one. No. Which yeah. Is what well. I predicted wrongly. 
Well, it, it's a it's a whole it's a whole bunch of other stuff. I definitely did see Stark Tower. Yes, there. yeah, yeah. I definitely did see Stark. I, Tower I thought there, it said Oscorp other on things. it. I I had to pause and look back to see if it said Oscorp Tower because yeah. that would have been brilliant. Couple of other things that I saw was a Cree ship, a downed, a big massive downed Cree ship, yes. like the one that Ronan has in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. And then very quickly, I know exactly what I you're going to say. I, very quickly i came to the realization that every single thing in that environment is a little nod and a wink and an easter egg and i couldn't be arsed looking at my, uh, it's so at, true at, yeah at, at much more of it and i was just like all right okay i know that i know that people are gonna just dissect every single frame of this and say oh that's there and that's from that and that's there and that's from yeah. that and that's there yeah. and that's from that and i'm like i'm not actually watching it for watching this for that shit it kind, I want. <laughs> yeah it did it kind of did that to me too it was kind of just like oh there's this i mean so so the two that i made notes on was the thanos copter did you see that the the helicopter with the word thanos on the side of it no, nope. don't know if you see this. So that's a reference to um, it. It was an old. So it was a couple of references to that. So it was an old comic. I'm not quite sure which one, but it was one of the first inclusions of Thanos. Um, and he he was he was a villain. But of course, the scope of being a villain back in those days was was largely self-contained in a in a universe in which things were relatively tangible for that time. So the villain yep. needing to get around very very quickly. He didn't have the space stone, so he could create teleporters and move around. He just had a helicopter. So if you Google Thanos copter or thanos helicopter it's it's the thanos that we know and love but he's just right. in a he's just in a kind of little nelly in style helicopter. helicopter it's it's it's, it's nothing that's pretty badass actually but, but like what's that. but what's interesting is if you know an end game if you, if you know you know the reason he has that double bladed sword is that's a nod to the thanos copter oh, right okay so that's that's where that's from me yeah, exactly yeah, I, ask know. me if i care yeah i do care about that and um, we also no, saw throg did you see Throg hopping about as the camera was panning down underground as they went underground to the little bunker place? The camera jumped past a jam jar in which there was a tiny Thor-looking creature hopping around inside of that as we passed the Mjolnir, we had passed one of the Mjolnirs or Mjolnirs. I can't fucking say that word. Mjolnir. Mjolnirs. Um, we passed by Throg. So there was a little, little frogging Thor, um, which... For a while, I think a lot of the fans have wondered if that's going to be in the what if averse, and I think we've got our answer to that because we'll talk about that very soon. Um, what did you think of the episode, Alex? What did you think? Did it make sense? I mean, sense? I liked it. I, no, I, I think it did. I, a couple of really standout things. Uh, I think old Loki, mm. num- number one. Yeah, Richard E. Grant is fantastic, yeah, isn't he? Played by him. Really, really great because he really over over delivered that kind of story of well he decided not to get killed by thanos basically mm, mm. and then he went off to hide, hide on a planet and then when he came back is when the tva kind of got him mm. and you saw kind of really 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 interestingly the apex of loki's power potential powers but in an old man in a very very silly costume yeah yeah when he created the um what was it created yeah, the yeah, city yeah. i thought it was wonderful yeah yeah and it was a really really <clears throat> great moment and again i love the fact that the special effects budget for these disney plus shows are just like seemingly limitless or at mm. least like they, they get the same resources as the movies yeah yeah because yeah. it just it, it keeps everything everything coherent and i love what they're doing i'm continuing to love what they do to the character of loki and to ask the question of oh who actually is loki and what 
his is his actual purpose as mm, a character. Mm. He's, he's not just he's not just a bad guy. No, he's just um, a bit of a tragic character. And again, it goes back to that kind of like the 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 Shakespearean character models of the first movie, which I very much like that they haven't completely done away with. No, you're because right. Obviously, yeah. the, the obviously the predominant fear uh, not theory but opinion in the fan base is that that movie's pants i disagree i've said it i've said it on the yeah. podcast many times that the, the first thor movie's got a special place in my heart purely because of that over the topness yeah, yeah. kenneth branagh stuff i i personally really really like it i like how, the direction that it's gone but you know it's not one or the other and a lot of people seem to want to make you pick a cat you've got to pick one you, you don't need to Do you, know, but, you don't need to yeah you're right and i wonder i mean it's it's i think they can kind of excuse it away the whole you know thespian shakespearean style of of talking and acting which has as you know you know really fallen by the wayside largely but i think it's because as well um you know the the environment and these characters are in. I mean, Thor especially you can excuse because he's just spending time with the bloody Avengers. He's spending time with the blooming Guardians. Like he's yeah, he's yeah. it's rubbing off on him. And I think Loki, um, what they what they they did they cut to that kind of that laid back kind of character type quite quickly because remember this is the this was the loki that um not a few days ago or maybe a week or so ago was trying to take over new york in 2012 you know so he's still coming on that journey in an expedited manner and i feel that it maybe doesn't quite always stand up i think you're i would actually quite like to see more of the thespian stuff and especially when you have richard e grant you know someone who's very known to be that kind of shakespearean actor who's done obviously countless um, performances and in that in that style in that manner i i think that was a really good homage back to this is actually what these guys were about you know that nordic legend this this was what it was all based on and i thought it was really great i i did laugh though because you know he's a very very well regarded and well respected actor and he was yeah. like literally stuck on some green and green some green and yellow like yeah. stockings literal spandex su- summoning not, not magic like the, the way that he was like summoning magic and stuff i'm like that guy's just stood in front of a green screen and you've got to think richard e grants at one point went what the fuck am i doing with my life i reckon <laughs> like, he's having a great time think, i, I yeah. genuinely i reckon he's having a great time i would he hope always, so he always chooses the scenery and everything he's in like yeah. even what does that Again, phrase quite mean? Recently, what does that phrase mean? Choose the what, scenery. Chewing, chewing yeah. The scenery. No, I know it means like overacting. I know, but overacting. but what what is he chewing? Like on his with his mouth and his like chewing. That it's never. It's always. It's one of these things where I'm like, that's just we all. Say it's an it. odd one, but you know exact. But you know exactly what it means whenever anybody says it. But what are they chewing? Are they just like is it, they're trying to act, and he's there like chewing away at the green screen. I mean, just it, like, it's oh, not. It's not a phrase fuck. for overanalyzing. Speaking speaking of overanalyzing, yes. In this episode, yes. Did you notice a musical theme or a light motif, as it were? Well, they did have the Loki theme over the Loki intro being played. Um, so Loki's motif, I definitely noticed that one. If that's what you're talking yes, about. Well, I mean, no, I mean that. Well, but we'd never heard a honestly, dramatic version. We'd never heard a that, dramatic version of that, though. Is what I'm that, saying. That is part, kind of par for the course in a Loki series. If you don't mind me, if you don't. No, no, no. This, but this was, But what I'm saying is, this was the first time that they actually used the Loki theme from the intro. Um, I'm not going to do it, but you know the one I'm talking about when all the different yeah, letters yeah, yeah. are flowing. They, they actually had a dramatic um, version of that being 
being played, which hasn't happened yet so far in the series, which I thought was quite interesting. But no, I haven't. I didn't hear what I didn't hear what you wanted me to hear. Is that is that what you want me to say? Yeah, Go on. no, exactly. <laughs> and it was the moment that they were staring down the big cloud monster wolf thing. Oh, I have my thoughts on that. Whose whose name whose name escapes the me. lion? Yeah. Um. Or was it not like Eliath or something? Yeah, Eliath like the lion. Uh, yeah, something like that. And did you not think that? It was very much reminiscent of the Rhino from James and the Giant Peach. I can't remember that movie. So can you I not? Can, there's a, there's a Rhino you. in the clouds and James and the Giant. Oh, you, oh, you. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm uneducated and uncultured, clearly. But Joe, you yeah. know I did notice what there was a musical theme at that at that moment that went along the lines of. Dun, 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 oh, fight the Valkyries. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, very good. By Richard Wagner. Ah, no, no. What is that? What is that? What is that from? Right of the flight, flight, flight of the Va- flight of the right, Valkyries. Oh, do right you think of the, right of the Valkyries? Do you think we're going to see say? Valkyrie in the next episode? Do you? No, I don't. Oh. Um, I think it's a nod and a wink to the Norse mythology, oh. and it's it's from an opera by Richard Wagner, and it depicts a scene of the Valkyries arriving at ragnarok which is the norse apocalypse right basically. right okay and i and i very much liked that callback that cultural callback to the norse apocalypse sure. at this very apocalyptic scene yeah 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 they're at the end they're not just at the end of the world they're at the end of time they're at the end of time here and they're literally at the dumpster at the end of time yeah and this big massive monster in the sky is eating everything and i'm like yeah that's fairly apocalyptic mm, mm. so i really really appreciated that little inclusion yeah no i i i thought this was i mean i i was pretty tired when i watched this and i might i'm gonna have to watch this i think i might have to watch these last two episodes again um because i just i think i missed a few things and i've, I've just i've been watching i don't like the midweek watch if i'll be honest i don't think i'm not a fan of the midweek the wednesday, the wednesday it, i don't yeah. like because i still end up like you know obviously we have to record the show and stuff and i feel like i have to watch it and i'm always like broken by like thursday night <laughs> um, <laughs> so i i want to i always like watching it saturday so i might need to re-watch some of these what did so, so the ending do you want to talk a little bit about that before we go on so the ending they broke through the 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 clouds the the, the lion lathiath or whatever it was called you can yeah. remember what it was called i can't Goliath. Goliath, Goliath. I, I, I swear it's like it's goliath without a g oh i like it okay that's nice yeah, yeah fine and so they break through goliath without a g and yeah. they they see uh a castle of some sort. Yeah, I mean, what, some what, kind of what, mansion what, house. What was it? Because I've not actually looked. I've not looked into any, and I guess I could have done looked into some some you know Easter egg spoilers or whatever these sort of things to say you know it means this and this is what it's supposed to be. I, I've deliberately not looked into that, um, because I'm quite keen for it to be. I mean, it's clearly that there's the the villain reveal will be in the next episode. Yes. Um, it will be very underwhelming, I'm sure, because there isn't really a villain at the moment, is there? I mean, there's not really someone who... Well, there's, there might the organi- gonna, there's gonna there, be that. There is the organization of the TVA, so Quite. There's, the, there's the kind of umbrella threat of a villain, just yes. because he's... Um, so I, I definitely still feel the presence of a manipulative force. It's kind of, kind of in the same way that you don't see uh, the Emperor in Star Wars until episode six fine like he's yeah, a, yeah, yeah he's a hologram in five yeah sure he has one conversation with vader but you still feel his puppeteering presence, presence 
throughout yeah. the um, all the movies before that. Yeah, that, I know. So what you mean. it's kind of like that. Alex, why is it always a nightmare to spend Christmas with the Emperor? I don't know, Callum. Why is it? Because he always feels the presence. <laughs> Did you just make that up? That's atrocious. That is absolutely atrocious. <laughs> I love it, though. You're just like that. And you're like, come on, guy. come on, it's bedtime. He's like, one more minute. It's a bike. <laughs> it's the Emperor, by the way. Feeling his presence. What do you think that place is? That castle at the end of the at the end of the, the universe. I mean, I, I I've been I, I I can't not stop banging the drum that I do think we have a Kang the Conqueror sat is at that the end his of the house. Road. It could be his home. That could be is that his, his that house? could be his lovely big home. He's got a nice. He's had a conservatory job put on at the end. He's got a wee turret at the top. I mean, do you know? I even like rampant speculation. When I first saw it, I even went, "Is that the X X Men Manor?" I, I was be, like, that would be nutty. It would be nutty. Um, that would be nutty. And I don't think, not in a good way. So I was trying to think, because obviously I've had you talking in my ear about this, about Kang the Conqueror this, Kang the Conqueror that. And I was trying to theorize about who's in who's in the house, who's in the mansion, without the annoying voice going, Kang the Conqueror, yeah, Kang the sure. Conqueror. And actually, I thought that a lot of things point, I'm sure I'm wrong about this, because I think this is what the show is, wanting me to think but i kind of feel like it's another loki oh another loki another another mega loki, loki. as 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 tropey as that would be because this last episode we got some hilarious sequences with all different types of Loki. yeah 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 this great moment where like they all betray each other in overly dramatic ways and yes it's really yeah 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 i love that scene but but sylvie very sylvie said something quite telling when she was still back at the TVA mm-hmm. in this episode where she said this is like the ultimate hiding place mm. this is like the ultimate because she was previously hiding at apocalyptic events because the TVA can't see people at apoc- apocalyptic events because it doesn't have any relevance on the flow of time mm. at mm. apocalyptic events and she's like, well, this is the ultimate one. So I'm like, well, what if there's another Loki just chilling at the end of time? Yeah. And I don't know why there would be, but that's yeah. kind of where my head kind of pointed to. But yeah. I don't have any other clues other than that. And I'm sure there are clues that I've missed. And mm, I'm sure... I think that would make sense. But I think that would then speak to the fact that, like, what's the TVA all about then? It seems to be just a place for Lokis. Like, is the TVA being created for Loki? Is Loki yeah. the real reason the TVA exists? Yeah. And actually, this is just one Loki's example of hunt. Like it's just a thing for Loki's. It's not yeah. for anyone else. That would make sense, actually. I think that would be quite a nice little wrap up of the whole thing to be like, no, the whole TVA is a sham. It's a massive illusion, and everything yeah. around it has been an illusion. Um, oh God, yeah, that would make they could. That would make sense, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. I think, I think there's a number I think, of ways it could end. I think there's another a number of ways it could that end. That would be quite one. satisfying, actually. I think that would be quite a satisfying ending if it was another Loki in there. The other one I was just going to throw out there does it does it? And maybe I'm completely wrong. Does it kind of look Sokovian esque? Is there any you know that Sokovian tower? Is there anything around that? No, it didn't I don't look know. that way. Okay, I mean, cool. No, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I need to have another look at it. Um, no, you're right. I think I think Loki at the end of the world is another. I think that's what I think it's what it will be. Yeah, so yeah. no Kang. 
Oh, I don't know. I think you're starting to turn me, mate. I think that I think that makes I a lot of think, sense. I just think they're saving Kang for MCU Big Baddie. I just don't think he, his first appearance is going to be in the in a TV show. Sure. I just don't think. Uh, yeah, there wasn't an end credit scene for this episode either, was there? No, 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 no. Do you, do Should we you... talk about another Marvel TV show? Yeah, do TV it, mate. Yeah, go for it. That's coming go out. Go for it. We've got an animated show, What If, which I know you've been very, very excited oh, about mate, for I a very long wait. time. I cannot wait. This is this is the one. I mean, I was looking forward to WandaVision. Yeah, I was looking forward to um, Falcon the Winter Soldier a bit more so. Loki, um, even more so still. This is the premium. This is the one yep. that as soon as they announced it last year, I was like, this is all we need. Um we 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 got a, I think the final trailer for it. I mean, this is this is it's wacky and it's wild. That's what I love. Um, yeah, what and I it's was, got all the appropriate voice actors as well, right? Well, it does. Apart from Robert Downey Jr., that's not actually Robert Downey Jr. Is it not? No, I know it's very good, isn't it? Ooh. It's a very good. And so I guess spoilers for this trailer, but I guess because it's quite a, quite a spoiler heavy trailer for the show, isn't it? I mean, especially that opening sequence. We have the shot well, for shot. So. Um, of of the start of Iron Man, and of course he's he's in the he's in the desert. He's he's a, he's got his flip phone out. Stark Industries um, missile has just landed next to him. But of course, at the last second, who should show up? But Eric Killmonger picking it up, throwing it yeah. away. Now that is the one that you know how I was saying. You know, I want to see Captain Britain or Captain Carter is what she's called herself in this. Yeah. Um, there's this Doctor Strange. The, I think two Doctor Stranges in one of the other trailers. There's uh, the 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 T'Challa is being taken away by Yondu. That's 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 a high on my list. But this Killmonger Iron Man one. That's now my new premium. I cannot wait to see what that nice. one's about. I think yeah. that one's going to be bloody cool. It's interesting you use the word spoilers because I mean the whole po- surely the whole point about telling mad stories and alternate timelines that don't exist you can't really have spoilers all you can do is just really indulge indulge mm. in it and enjoy the ride and it kind of takes that aspect of the fandom out of the equation which actually i quite appreciate in mm. this case the only other one that we didn't see in this trailer but we have seen because what if has released a poster and if you look in the poster in the top left hand have a look at it. i think it's the one i don't know if it's the one they're using on imdb at the moment but it was released um late last week you have Spider-Man Sorcerer Supreme, which is right. Spider-Man, but with the cloak uh, wrapped around him from Doctor Strange. Interesting. We did see a Spider-Man. Oh, did we? I did. In, in this trailer. Ah, okay. Yeah, he's literally, he's literally just webbing. Oh, he's just webbing about. He's, he's just, just, we- just he's surfing just the web. Yeah, he's just he, clogged, just, he shot just, some webs. He, just, he, yeah. he jumped into frame and he shot some webs. Some and that's, webs. that's all he nice. does. Nice. Yeah, bloody Spider-Man. What's he all about? I did have to go back and I need to capture some good pictures of Spider-Man. I did have to go back in the trailer and freeze frame him for just a hot second because I thought that the animation looked more like Andrew Garfield than it did. Oh, um, than it did Tom Holland. So, hmm, I wonder what this. I wonder if they've got the episode standby. I'm going to see if they've released any of the episodes. What order? Because I know the first one's going to be that Captain Britain, uh, or the or Captain Carter. There's eleven episodes, or is it ten? Ten episodes, mate. Ten blooming episodes. So. Uh, based on the photos that I have, episode one is going to be Car- Captain Carter. Episode two is going to be T'Challa as Star-Lord. Um, we don't have any photos for the other ones. I think episode eight is going to be the Marvel Zombies. Uh, and episode 10 is going to be the, the Doctor Strange, the dueling Doctor Stranges. Uh, so yeah, I'm very, very much excited to to watch this. And of course, I, I love hearing Jeffrey Wright's The Watcher. I think that's such a brilliant casting. I'm really yeah. looking forward to that narration all the way throughout. 
Um, yeah. And know. I really like the, the, you know, the return of that kind of silhouette, not, not silhouette, but transparent presence in, in space, mm. just watching of the watcher, because it's something that happened. Do you remember the old nineties cartoon of the silver surfer? Yes, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was a, he was in that a lot, and it really looks like they're leaning into that kind of art style for oh, the Watcher, so cool. which is a really lovely callback because I really loved that show actually. We also saw Howard the Duck in this, which we did, but did we? Yeah, we saw some uh... Howard the Duck in this, some real close-ups of Howard the Duck. I'm sure we're going to get some fun voice uh, casting from him or some voice parts. I'm not quite sure who's going to do the do the part of Howard the Duck, but yeah, mate, I'm 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 really really excited for this. This is one of these shows that. Uh, I I like it expands and it builds on the universe. Um, I'm hoping that it's going to be it, it, so. The poster that is being used is the same one. Um, right. Okay. As a, in fact, some, one other thing that I want to talk about in the poster. So obviously we've got the zombies, and I mentioned episode eight. Um, if you zoom in, there's Gamora as Thanos, or some sort Gamora of Gamora. Gamora as Thanos. seems to be looking, or she's got the she's got Gamora has got Thanos's double sword helicopter blade thing. Right. Okay. Um, and we also saw um, I, I don't know if it's Ultron or or uh, Vision, but we definitely saw a bit of Vision in the trailer. Maybe there's some sort of Vision Ultron ulterior. Well, I mean, well. it was it was definitely Vision Vision's body, but it definitely wasn't a Paul Bett. It wasn't definitely wasn't Paul Bettany, and it definitely wasn't somebody trying to be Paul Bettany. So I wonder if it's James Spader doing doing Ultron in Vision's body. So if he actually ah, got, got okay. Vision's body, we also have Black Widow, but she's she's in some sort of body armor, short sleeves. I wonder maybe if. She, is there maybe some sort of Black Widow off Earth kind of story maybe coming? Do you think? Possibly, I, I think it's Black Widow. I mean, she's could be anything, she's got red really. hair, I mean, but all these premises are mad. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm so excited. And they also did the whole the, the Avengers. You know, the six Avengers where the camera spins around and then it slightly changed towards a new set of Avengers. And it was you know your your Gamoras. It was your your Star Lord Chalas. I think there was yeah, Thor yeah. was in there too. I, I have no idea what's going to happen with Thor. Um, that's one that I'm really excited to see. There was a, there was definitely a Loki Thor piece in there mate i can't wait i cannot yeah and wait it's gonna be exciting they're anthology though aren't they they're not interconnected they're it's an anthology so it's interesting i reckon i reckon there'll be there'll be a setup in universe at the beginning of either each episode or the first episode right or just the first episode where the watcher who is assuming i'm assuming to be present in our mcu as it were I think he'll just say like what if and he's seen all the all these things and it's basically just him telling us stories. Right. Cool. So Done. so so Sold. his presence so his presence is in the MCU mm. and he's just telling us some stories. Does the that, watcher that's what I think. What about going to one going for Christmas with the watcher? Do you feel his does he feel the presence as well? Ah. Uh... <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, anything else for moving forward? Yeah, I mean, we have more trailers. We had one for The King's Man. Oh, you know, I've the, not seen the, this the yet. The prequel to tell, tell Tell me about it. Tell me what, what I should watch. Well, it's one of those movies that's been <laughs> delayed like, almost as much as No Time to Die. It's the, I was thinking this, right? There's a special list of movies. There's The King's Man, No Time to Die, and Morbius. Yeah. Movies that it's like... Oh shit! They're will there. They ever, will they ever come out? <laughs> they fucking exist. I think Av- Avatar Two comes on <laughs> comes to mind as well. That's a, there's a special list for that one alone. I mean, the, oh, the bloody. Do you know what? I was thinking about this: how long we've known about Avatar Two and how Fine. many times it's been delayed. And I was thinking 
there there are there are some parents out there 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 are some dads out there yeah with you know sons and daughters and whatnot old enough that they can say to them i've been waiting for this movie since before you were born oh god and they're and they're and they're gonna be like 10 yeah they're gonna be like real people but you know the thing the weird thing (laughs) about it is so so when you know when right okay so take that analogy right when you've got dads you know, take like the prequels when they were coming out. There was, there was, there was, there was um, dads taking their children to see those for the first time because they went, "I saw yeah. the Star Wars movie." But, but there was such a gap between the two. It was very clear it was like a soft reboot that continued yeah. story. Whereas this is a direct continuation. There's yeah, not absolutely. really, there's not really an excuse for this this length of time to be so. It's fucking bananas. It is like bananas. it just blows my mind. This whole thing, and it'll probably make more money than anything has ever made. Like yeah, I'll genuinely, make more money than God. do you know? It's genuinely weird that Avatar Two might come in and just smash. Um, what's Avengers Endgame or what's the one that's taken back? Is it's just, just oh, Avatar, taken. Avatar took it back because they re-released oh, it in it. China. Blows <laughs> my mind. Such a cheat. That's, that's why box office stats are meaningless. Yeah, but do, like, and, and are they going to charge? I mean, what happened to the infrastructure that was required for the cinemas and the glasses? Is, is what's going to happen? This was wasn't James. Wasn't, it won't be. It won't be a repeat of that. No, he, he's be. he's a he's a technological innovator. He'll do something different. Well, I I mean, I heard it was a a large part of it was wouldn't it be great three D without the glasses? You know, and trying to create that. But I don't. I mean, you wouldn't even know where to begin. What a, what a mission statement. He is he is yeah. a, he is a tech innovator. I, I I do respect him a large part for that and he's a deep sea diver i did see absolutely uh, i was watching it was a while ago the documentary about him going down to the titanic and talking about all that stuff and it was really quite interesting yeah he's uh, an interesting guy yeah at some po- at some point in the past we were talking about the king about kingsman oh sorry dude so- yeah yeah go for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah go for it kingsman yes no again one of these movies that's been del- delayed so so long but i'm really really excited because i love the franchise and i love the feel and the style of these movies even i though- do too even yeah. though the second movie is objectively a terrible movie, yeah, because it is, it's just atrocious, but it's still got this. But kind it of builds like the universe, yeah, it, and it's it's, it's this, appropriate. Yeah, it's got a charm, it's got a style. Every it, it, all the action is like really satisfyingly choreographed, and it's got like just the the, the hint of ridiculousness, and then mm. a lot of times a bit more of more of a hint. And I think that even though this movie, which is a prequel about the found the founding of mm. the kingsman mm. set during world war one I. I think we're still going to get some ridiculousness because the bad guy yes in this is rasputin ra ra rasputin lovers is ra- is russia's Rasput- greatest lover machine lover machine <laughs> oh yeah that's such a great song yeah i know it's been going that's on the quite a lot great song. it's been but, all i hear at the gym is that bloody ra ra rasputin remix um ra, ra, it's quite good actually rasputin. Yeah, no, it is quite good. But it's Bodie M back in the he 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 features 90s. a lot in this trailer. Uh, he's played by Reese Fans, and they've really lent into that stereotypical Rasputin look. You know, long black hair, long beard, black robes. You yeah, know, the yeah. whole the, the uh, whole eyeliner works. The whole works. And the other thing that that really points to the ridiculousness of this movie is the casting of Tom Hollander. Right? Oh yeah, who's he playing? I love Tom Hollander as an actor. By the way, he's just yeah, he's, he's brilliant very in absolutely everything. When he plays he, the fucker, was brilliant. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is playing George the Fifth, right? Mm-hmm. Who is king, king, you know, yeah, king, king, king of Britain at, at that time. Wilhelm the Second. 
Oh, he's playing both. Germany. Yeah, both. And Nicholas II of Russia. He's playing all Amazing. Three. That's fun. And, that's, and that is objectively hilarious because it, it, it's... I feel like they're going to just make a joke about the, the pointless and inbred nature of, you know, European royalty at that time and that how they, they, they all just came from Queen Victoria anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, and they're all related, but they're actually getting played by the same guy. Yes. And, I, and, I, and he's going to do, I reckon he's going to do an amazingly over-the-top german russian and royal english accent and it's gonna be beautiful <laughs> i can't and wait I, can, I, I can't wait and just that fact alone is selling it for me 100 percent boop right boop sorry <laughs> it's another example of cal boop. getting bored whenever i'm talking and he's boop. playing with a pen <laughs> I'm bo- I'm putting the, the tip of the ballpoint pen up to the webcam and right. so it looks big. Ready? Just bopping Alex on the nose with it. Oh my days. Boop! <laughs> what do they have to do now? Right. What they have to do now is go onto the Apple Podcasts app, find us on there, rate us on there. Five stars if you please. Make it cheeky. Yes. Make it five. Yes. And uh, you can also leave us a review on there. Mm. Don't leave us a review. You can tell us your favorite movie. You can tell us your favorite movie scores. We'd mm. love to see you read and hear all of it. Mm. All of it. Mm. You can also find us on lots and lots of other platforms. We're not hiding. Like we're not hiding. You, no, you say are, find no. us. We're, you know, we're, we're there. Yeah, including Spotify and the Acast app. And They're there. Also. Yes, yes. Yeah, very good, very, very good. good. If you want to get more directly in touch with us, we have an email address as well. Motionspod at gmail.com, where you can send us your recommendations of films to watch. Now, as the cinema start to open up, I'm, I'm afraid to say that we're probably going to be able to start uh, clocking in more cinema trips, meaning that our show is awesome. going to remain up to date. Um, next one that we're probably going to see might be in the Heights, mate. I think Ooh. should you and I go and see? It? I think Maddie's going to go and see it next week whilst I'm away. Right, I don't know so. when I'm going to have a chance to. Also, um, I'm promising things that I can't deliver on because I've got quite a bit of time off uh, coming up um, and a bit of holiday coming up. So that's always fun. There's no, that's yeah, never stressful for us, is it? No. We're trying to manage <laughs> between a yeah, weekly schedule. End of July. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you can't do that. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know how we're going to manage that. I've only just remembered that now. Oh, KL. that's. Uh... Oh, I know exactly what we have to do. What we're gonna have to do? Because that's when that's when Suicide Squad comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, we have to get we have we have to get the home squad. Yes. And go go to Ocean T. Oh, we're gonna have to do it. We might even have to bring the headphones and the microphone set and do a. We could do a podcast live from our hometown. Ooh, I mean, we won't be live obviously because the the nature of the the platform is that you, you know, you know it's, how, it's how the internet works yeah, exactly it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not radio is it? it's not that can you imagine doesn't a radio show that would be working in at all all we just play is Rara Rasputin over and over yep. and over in a row um, is that everything oh no of course thank you very much to our wonderful graphics designer KTC Graphics Design where I believe there is a little bit of a treat waiting for our listeners is that right Alex yes absolutely if you fancied grabbing one of her movie prints which are really rather glorious on her Etsy store you can enter the code motionspod20 at checkout for 20% off your order fantastic well thank that's you that's the smoothest I've ever said that that was yeah that was very good smooth what I'm going to do is capture it well no thanks because now you've ruined it that's exactly it do you ever just on that, sorry, you bumped something into my head. Do you remember when you were younger, or even when you're older, when you're writing something and you write a letter? 
maybe like a T or an A, and it let you write it really well, and you go, oh, that looks beautiful. I just wrote yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know what I mean? Have you yeah. Joined up handwriting, my God. <laughs> or like a number. I did a three the other day. I nearly took, my, I nearly took the rest of the day off. I was so happy with how it came out. <laughs> it was just really beautiful. I was just taking that a number. Um, oh, God. Or if you make the wrong number, then you go, oh, I have to score it out now because it's not right. I've yeah. deliberately not scored it out. I'm like, it's too beautiful. I'll take the wrong number. Brilliant. Turn it to an eight. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> okay, that's it. Right. <laughs> Bye. Right. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. I'll see you next time. Bye. See you next uh, time. Goodbye. Yeah, ta-ta. Ta-ta.